podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome people to episode 438 of Film Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Becky Foster, hello everyone. And... Ian Loring, hello. And and we have a triple banger of reviews here. We have a, we have a horny triple banger. <laughs> triple bangers actually works quite well. It does, yeah, it does, yeah. It does. Um, a... A, a, a podcast which, which I, I, I said to Bex, I'm going to announce as Mark is a grumpy bastard this week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, we have we have three films uh, to review. Uh, we're oh. actually getting to fresh because it's actually, it's, it, it's there now. It's fresh. Um, X, the return of Ty West. Um, it, it, it is there. And um, Amazon kind of just fucking chucked deep water out <laughs> as a... As a well, it's got to happen at some point, hasn't it? <laughs> hmm. uh, so we've got those three on there. We've got our usual somewhat we've been watching. I've actually watched some things this week. Exciting for you. It, it, it was. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, one that I'm... A, a movie that is 17 years old that I'm going to get inexplicably really annoyed about. <laughs> Fair enough. But as we know... Episode 438, Mark is a Grumpy Bastard. Mark is a Grumpy Bastard. Uh, and yeah, we've got the, the, the usual bits, bits and pieces, don't we? We are a pod syndicate podcast, so go there um, and uh, check out other pod- syndicate podcasts. You know all, all by now, but go and check them out. Uh, also, I, I think it's fair to say the poll hasn't quite finished yet, has it, Ian? Uh, it's got maybe like one or two minutes left, but I think we're pretty safe to declare a winner. I think we are. I think, yeah. yeah. If this were yeah. cricket, we would be. We, we could declare right now. Oh, uh, it's it's done. Yeah, it's done. Is it done? Right. Uh, yeah. So let's have a look. So, um, final results are of the of the Patreon poll. Remember, you can Patreon uh, to our good selves, uh, where you get extra content, and we do marathons. We've just finished a Michael Mann marathon. We did a Hellraiser marathon for some reason. <laughs> uh, we're definitely not doing a Children of the Corn marathon. Uh, Becky won't understand that, but Ian does. Um, yep. uh, and we're about to embark on. We're not going to uh, take a hit from the bomb, because Boon Jong-ho got 16% of the vote. Did uh, you just call him Boon Jong-ho? Did I? Did I? Try that again. Bong Joon-ho. Did I say Boon? Cool. You said Boon Jong-ho. Oh, yeah, that was... that was. <laughs> yes, probably because I can't read. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're not going to do Terry Malik because he only got 22%. Sorry, sorry Marcus, we'll have your money Marcus. some other time. Uh, however, I am going to watch some of the ones that I haven't caught up with yet, one of the Malik ones, just from a personal thing of Malik was my boy for so long and then like, Night of Cups happened. And I think I got a little bit too angry about it and then just didn't bother after that. So I'm going to go back there. Um, we're not going to do Sergio Leone because he only got 22% of the vote. We're doing English language Paul Verhoeven. Do you reckon everyone just voted for that because they wanted to make Ian watch like... Showgirls, yeah. Showgirls. Showgirls. And yep. basically yeah, great. I get, I get to watch Showgirls for the second time in my life. Wonderful. 
You've only seen Showgirls once. Don't you remember the whole thing of it being his first time watch? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I've watched that more times than two. Yeah. <laughs> A lot more. Oh, there's some good stuff in there, then. Yeah, there is. There is. It, it's been a long time since I watched Flesh and Blood. Like a long time since I watched Flesh and Blood. Yeah. Some big baths in Flesh and Blood from what I remember. Big baths? Just Some really big, big baths. baths. <laughs> yeah. Wow, right, okay. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I, I may be misremembering, but I don't think I am. But there's a, there's a scene in it where there is a massive bath. And I remember just watching it the first time when I was like about 13, 14, and just thinking, it's a massive bath. <laughs> I mean, it, Becky it, and I will experience the bath for the first time next week, I believe. Yeah. yeah. In age without, you know, plumbing, that's a big old bath. That's like a lot of, like, carrying a pot yeah. to fill, isn't that's it? that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm rook-a-hiring grabbing all those, isn't it? I just fucking... No? I just... Oh, no, it's total recall. If Showgirls was the week before, I'd probably be watching Showgirls in a hot tub in Spain, and that feels really appropriate. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it does with the with some of the imagery that conjures up within that movie. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's that. That's what we'll be we'll be we'll be covering. Um, I'm looking forward to. I had to. Um, good movies I, I actually um, had to tell Donna. Oh, you know that Showgirls film I watched once. I just need to warn you that at some point you're going to walk in on me watching it again, and I need to explain why. Um, she just kind of looked at me just like you're a fucking idiot why like why is that an th- option but well done I, I believe it was Ethan Barr on Patreon who suggested it so he's uh, he's he's got his wish I hope he enjoys uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's some fun watching so in there uh, so yeah so we'll be starting that next week uh, with Flesh and Blood uh, and the Massive Bats um, if not, I'm going to have to find out what this massive bass maybe is that I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. Ian, what's been happening in movie news? Oh man, that's funny. Um, so things are like winding up for the Oscars. I assume some form of Oscarbation will take place on Sunday. Not that we've actually talked about it. I, um, I, I, it snuck up. I didn't realise it was this Sunday. Yeah, I, th- I think I knew it was the last Sunday in March, but then I just never realised that this was the last Sunday in March. Can you do it? Yeah. All right, yeah, cool. Bex, Bex, are you joining? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure because obviously I've got to get up mega early to drive to work. Totally so. fair. Yeah, I have to. Uh, have to have a little thinky. Uh, I mean, I, uh, yeah, God's a bit of a show admin, but I'm assuming we'll do what we usually do, where it's like a, a shorter, regular show during the kind of the preamble, and then we'll just carry on for the patrons. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, cool. So, yeah, anyway, so Oscars, uh, nice one. Um, and uh, Andrew Jones has asked if he can join as well, which, uh, you know, m- more the merrier as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, we'll, uh, We'll see how that goes. Um, so, the Oscars. Rachel Zegler um, caused a bit of a stir. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah, by by 
kind of announcing that she hadn't been invited to the Oscars. Yeah, it was, to be fair, it was a reply to an Instagram post, but I'm sure she gets an awful lot of Instagram posts and doesn't reply to them all. Um, And she's now been invited as a presenter. Um, It's, I don't know what to think of this, if I'm honest, because it's like, she's filming Snow White in London at the moment. So... They're having to move things around. And I get it that they're like people are saying, like, well, you know, the 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 star of a of one of the nominated films needs to be there. The people aren't saying that about Ansel Elgort, and he is also the co lead of West Side Story. And I understand why they're not saying that about him, but I think that's interesting. And I don't know, like, so uh all all the stars of all the Best Picture nominations are going to the Oscars, are they? So the 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 gentleman who starred in Drive My Car, he he's invited, is he? Or has no one asked him? Mm. Um, I'm a bit, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it did seem a bit. She could have not said anything. It, 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 it would have seem maybe a... been a bit classier, but yeah, I, it... she's twenty, and you know. It's a thing that comes out. I, I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because there's an element of, of, of me that goes, that is odd that she hasn't been invited. It is a little bit odd. And then is we it though? Like, it's not, it's not nominated because of her stellar performance. No, but I'm just saying it, it, it is... That's the thing, isn't I, it? I, I'm not saying that, that I agree with that. I'm saying it is... I, I would have thought she would have been nominated. I don't think it's a fucking travesty that she wasn't uh, nominated, uh, invited. I don't think it's a travesty or anything like that. But it does seem like... She knows that if that gets into the news, she'll somehow get invited there. there. She'll be there somehow. And it's a bit like, I'm sure you'll have opportunities to go again. Uh, But then I started thinking, you know, but then there will be complete fucking, this person does not need to fucking be there. Mm. Will be there. And she originally wouldn't have been there. And it does feel a little bit, but she still won't be there. Well, she still will be there because she's presenting an award. No, I'm assuming if she's in London, it'll be... I'm thinking Pitch will just fly out. They're, they're, they're going to fly her out. That yeah. That's the thing. They're probably now going to have to rework the shooting of Snow White around the fact that she's not going to be there for a couple of days. It's just a bit tacky, calling it out on Instagram. It's, it's just... I don't know. It, it, yeah, it... It it, it it feels like something that both blew up a bit too much, which, you know, she later said, I appreciate the sport, but Jesus Christ, guys. Um, but at the same time, it's also worked for her. Um, mm. And, it, it, you know, and uh, to be fair, is she uh, more appropriate as a presenter or is Tony Hawk and Kelly Slater and the other extreme like sports person um who are also going to be presenters at the oscars dj khaled is going to be a presenter at the oscars and it all feels like if if they're going to be doing like a tribute to jackass or something like that then fine you know and i i you know I, i i do wonder um but when you when you put it like that, it is like, yeah, let Rachel Zegler be a presenter. At least she's primarily associated with films at the moment. Mm. Um, 
it, I mean, that stuff's fascinating. Just the whole... It, and it is just like, what? It, do you really think more people are going to tune in if Ch- Tony Hawk's fucking presenting an award or DJ Khaled's presenting an award? And I don't know, may, may, maybe they will, but... I. It, it just feels it, a little... It, 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 it smacks a little bit of whoever is producing this year's picked up like a magazine, um, like a Vanity Fair or something from like 2015 in his <laughs> orthodontist's waiting room and was like, we should get some of these people. <laughs> I, I, I hope the... I hope DJ Khaled is presenting Best Picture. It's not like he's presenting one of like the, the earlier in the night awards or something like that. It's like, and now to present a Best Picture, a guy who literally is credited on Bad Boys for Life as Khaled, DJ Khaled, Khaled. That's a lot of Khaleds. It's a lot of Khaleds. Like, it, 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 yeah, it f- fucking fascinating. I mean, I saw this thing. Which I didn't see anywhere else, so maybe it was bollocks. But um, the um, the kind of the awards that are going to be given out earlier in the night that that section was like, which isn't going to be televised. It's going to be hosted by uh, Jason Momoa and Josh Brolin. Much rather. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But wouldn't you though? That that it's like, yes, give me that. It's. These Oscars are going to be fucking fascinating. Like there, there could be some fucking sections that are just all-time stinkers. Yeah, because the thing is, they if they do a single skit that doesn't like perfectly fucking land or make sense, and and that is that's a big risk because the majority of the skits are just annoying at the best of times at any of the Oscars. If they do, if they don't make it all land, then you will have people going. Hang on a minute, we got to listen to Amy Schumer try and be funny again for five minutes, oh, rather than. God, I forgot she was presenting it. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Rather than actually acknowledging, you know, best sound it, best sound, mm. or you know, best score doesn't get a lot, is it? But. We got to listen to it. It, it, it just they they it, it's almost like they're having a revolving. You know, somebody's gone out and gone. Just told them that what is that? I think we've really fucked this Oscars up when we've told them that we're not presenting these awards. And then somebody's gone. Hold my beer. Amy Schumer's presenting it, and they've gone fucking hell. It, that that did not go down well. But that's gonna hold my beer. We're getting Khalid, 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 DJ Khalid to present Best Picture. And it just, it feels like, it, it feels like it's going to be just horrible to watch. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just, it's interesting because there, there are things that they're doing which do make sense. Like they're doing the first ever live performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno, a film that wasn't even put forward for Best Original Song, but they're doing the first live performance of that. And I get that because that is like a bit of a pop cultural thing. It's connected to a film that's actually nominated for awards and that probably is going to get some eyeballs at least while while that bit's on. So but, absolutely, but, but, I get that. But... There's a, there's a song from the same film nominated, and that one's not nominated. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, quite. It, it, it's it's but they done fucks up mm. so badly yeah. nominated, like putting that other f- song forward. I mean, like inc- 
incredible. It's a, it's um, a, there's a possibility, right? This is a genuine, just following from what you're saying here, there's a genuine possibility that one of the big non-like award moments, one of the big moments of the, the whole thing is going to be a performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno. <laughs> and then later on in the awards, the other song that got nominated ahead of it from the film could possibly not win an Academy Award. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mad. I, it, I don't, and the thing is, I mean, I could see Beyonce fucking winning or something because it is star power and she's performing as well. Mm. Like, which is, it's, it was interesting because they, they released the, um, the, the kind of the performers for the best original song and who were actually going to be there. Van Morrison for his Belfast song was missing. And this whole kind of like, oh yeah, you don't need to be vaccinated like thing that was going about for the Oscars. It was rumoured that that was basically because Van Morrison would not go to the Oscars and perform his song from Belfast because he's an, a noted anti-vaxxer. Um, and now it looks like he's not even fucking performing. Mm. Um, it would be funny if it's because he's got COVID. Um, as, as somebody who has seen Van Morrison live, um, I can absolutely say this can only be seen as a good thing. Oh, I, I, yeah, no, I, I, I fully, fully believe that. It's interesting, though, because like, the other speculation is that Daniel Kalu- Kalu- Kaluuya is not vaccinated, um, which, given all this fucking stuff going around about the life coach person who hangs around with him constantly, kind of seems like maybe there's some fact in that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, I just thought that was interesting that it's like Van Morrison was one of the big reasons why... They did that and then got shit for it, and now it looks like he's not even fucking performing. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it, it, it's it's gonna be interesting, but I don't think in a good way. <laughs> it no, I mean, I, I I enjoyed last year's ceremony, and there were yep. things that were wrong about it, but considering the circumstances, I thought they did a really good job. Yes, this one feels like they're going. We just need ratings. Chuck any fucking idea that you have at this whatsoever and let's just see what works. And, I, you know, I, I, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, but if that means that the Oscars are still going to be kind of like a the, the film thing that the general culture actually cares about, then I'm all right with that. But at the same time, it feels like it could be a pretty brutal three hours we're in store for, for on Sunday night. Yeah, there could be a lot of... In between the what is it of going, oh my god, why are they doing this? Please make it stop. I mean, <laughs> but we're getting a 60 years of James Bond montage, so I'll enjoy that. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 oh. I'm, I'm fine with that. At least it's a film, unless it's D. You know, that just reminded me, somebody tweeted saying, what if DJ Khaled's um, doing the in memoriam section? And that made me laugh. Oh um, God! Can, can 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 you imagine that? Can can you imagine being? Can you, can, uh, do you know where if that happens? Do you know where I would? If you could pick me for one place to be sat at the Academy Awards at that moment, to be sat next to Questlove because he will be there because he's got nominated for the Academy Award. But just to sit there and just look at him and just go. I'd just be pointing at the stage just to try and see him go, this is horrible. Why is this <laughs> happening to the world? Qu- fucking Questlove, I tell you what, I, I 
God, I respect his hustle though. Like he, um, the the weekend of the Baftas, he attended. I think it was like a DGA thing. Maybe it was like the DGA Awards actually that weekend on the Saturday. Flew to London on the Sunday for the Baftas, and then flew back to be like the leader of the house band for the fuck for fucking Jimmy Fallon on the Monday. Mm. Like that, I mean, I, I Summer of Soul. I talked about it last week. I don't love that film, but that guy seems like a cool. If he's got like one shot to get an Oscar, fuck it, why not? Kind of thing. As much as I love Flea. Like I, I, I'm, I, I have admitted to myself that Flea's not going to win, and Summer of Soul is going to take it, and it'll be Questlove will give a good acceptance speech, and he will, it will be well liked. What, what I will say, say about, about I haven't watched Flea. Yet. I'm going to try and watch it before what's it, just because it'd be interesting to have that um, to see, you know, what the the hype is about it. It does look very good, um, but I do think it, it, as a parlance that's used a lot, I do think that Questlove is currently a force for good. <laughs> For sure, he yeah, just yeah, seemed I mean, like a good dude. That 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 that's exactly it. And I mean, like, I'll be gutted when Flea is nominated for documentary, animated film, and international feature, and wins none of them. Particularly international feature, that is going to fucking rankle me. But again, drive my car is as sure a bet as you're ever likely to find for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll 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 see. I'm not feeling very confident about a lot of the bets that I put on. I will say. Like I'm, I'm going to be losing money on Sunday night. I think I, I haven't actually put mine on yet because I keep forgetting that the Oscars are Sunday. <laughs> so I might, I might do that later on tonight. The only reason I think the only reason why I keep on remembering the Oscars is Sunday is because I'm doing a shitload of overtime this week, and I'm just thinking, but I've got Monday off. I get through all of this. I get like I get I finish my seven hours on Saturday, and then it's Oscars weekend. You know, so like it's just like it's the light at the end of the tunnel that's not an oncoming train. <laughs> Shall we move on to trailer talk? Let's do it. Have there been any? Uh, there was one today. Who was that? Oh yeah, the new trailer for Men. Oh, I think we caught this in the. No, I think it's a different. It's a different one. trailer. It's a for new, men. new. It's a so new. I haven't watched it. What's this yeah, like? Go, we, go we, 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 we watch got it now. Go on, watch, it, watch now. it now. Couple of minutes. Just watch it now. I'd be intrigued to see what you think. Right. How often do you exercise your biggest sexual organ? No. That's well. definitely no, not the trailer for... The advert before it on YouTube. There's Hang worms. on, what fucking videos is he watching that talks about... Uh... Right, alright. Skincare. The advert was for skincare, I've seen it before. Okay, that's not what I was asking, but. It's Rory Kinnear. Pay attention to Jesse Buckley's accent through this trailer. You're tormented. It feels more like... Haunted. 
Yeah. Something happened. Your husband went upstairs to our balcony and let himself go. You must wonder why you drove him to it. I, I didn't drive him to it. I think it'd be true. But if you'd given him the chance to apologize, he'd still be alive. What? Like they're out of a Harry Enfield show. Because it's all the same person. Oh. That's a very different film than, than was in the first trailer. Well, the first trailer was like, just yeah. her going, ma. Yeah. And then it just echoing for the rest of it. But, yeah, but that looks like a completely different movie. That looks that looks like a skit show. It does look a little bit like a sketch show. You know show. what I said to you in the cinema? There are so many red flags about this movie for me. Yeah. One of the biggest being that it's A24. <laughs> um, yeah, I that looks shit. I really hope it's not, but that looks fucking awful. It's. I'm actually quite intrigued by that. Of course you are. I'm actually quite intrigued by that. That's the thing. It's like. It feels like it's gonna be. I'm gonna tell you what I'm about for the entire fucking runtime. Um. And I'm kind. I I think that could go, go. Like, in either direction. Um. It, it 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 feels like the old uh, sledgehammer to smash a walnut, um, but I'm in, I, I'm intrigued, and the whole Rory Kinnear playing all the men is. Let's see how that goes. Jesse Buck- Buckley's accent through the trailer seemed to like go all over the place, which I kind of wonder if there's a point to that. Yeah, because um, at one point it was it sounded like West Country. Another point it yeah. sounded um, mildly West Yorkshire, and then another point it sounded outright Irish. Yes, yes. So I I, I can't help but think that's a that, that's a point to it. There, I don't know. I mean, like I I think Alex Garland is interesting, and it it looks like he's gone low budget here because he was he was burned with annihilation because it was like. Paramount basically dumped it off to Netflix everywhere but the US and he was pissed off about that um, and it you know that was a film that was like Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac you know like effects heavy riding high on ex machina and then like Annihilation just kind of came and went and now with this it kind of feels like right back to basics it's going to be low budget looks pretty I've got something that we could definitely shoot during Covid times to it um, and I, I, I don't know. I think it's very vibey. Like I saw the first, the, the first trailer in front of X, as I, I imagine you guys. Yeah, did. yeah. It, it, like same distributor, so it does make sense. Um, and I thought that worked really well in a cinema. So I'm, 
I, I, I'm intrigued by that trailer. I am fully ready for that film to be shit and for everyone else to tell me why it's great. <laughs> um, but I'm also ready to go, nah, do you know what? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. That was great. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that and having an opinion on it. And yeah, I'm 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 the same. I I was um, kind of uh, off the first trailer. Like I'll watch it because of the people involved. Actually, uh, but like not very much. Kind of like actually for it. Uh, but like that that seems quite. I'm actually quite interested in that now. Jesse Buckley is one. I think she's fascinating because she is taking roles that just seem interesting to her, despite the fact that she's not necessarily, like, in speech marks, paid her dues by being in a Marvel or something like that. You know, like, she's just doing stuff that does seem to be interesting. And, you know, obviously she's nominated for Sunday Night. And I, I, I she's already having a really interesting career. Um and I, I, you know, I, I hope that if she does do a Marvel, it's like Olivia Coleman, where it's just like, yeah, I'll be in a TV series, and then if you need me for the odd film, fine, but I'm not going to be front and centre. Um, so she can do more work like this and like The Lost Daughter. Um, yeah, it comes out in May, I think this does. Um, mm. And, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The Bex... Like absolutely, I could see why you're just like, yeah, it looks shit. Like, I, I, it could, I did really could well be. Uh, I, I, I like Garland. He wrote Sunshine, so you know, I'll never not like Garland. Um, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's back. Mm. But it's a twenty-four. But hey, maybe we need to reassess a twenty-four. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my. Uh, I'm going to do my marathon of prestige horror everybody told me I should like, like I was talking about last week. I'm going to do that over the next few weeks. Now that the Oscars are gone. <laughs> yeah, once the Oscars are out of the way and like I can kind of focus, yeah, that's going to be like my next thing. Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. Um, did we have any other trailers? Any more for any more? Let's have a look. I think, we, I, think I watched one I... more. I missed the trailer for Where the Cruel Dads Sing. I haven't got to that yet, despite the fact Taylor Swift's done a song for it. But, um, don't, yeah. don't bother. Yeah, looks like oh, a... Really? Yeah, it, 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 do you remember like salmon fishing in the Yemen and um, films of that ilk? Oh, shit, really? It looks like that. Oh, okay. It, it, it looks like it's going to be... It looks like it has literally the depth of a young adult novel. Mm. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I sit at Bex, I do always enjoy when these trailers come out for these these films, and it says based on the worldwide phenomenon, and I'm, thinking, I'm watching them going, I've never heard of this. <laughs> if it basically for Mark, if he doesn't start with Fifty Shades, he's not interested. <laughs> you, 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 you put up a running joke, didn't you, during Fresh about Fifty Shades? Oh, and he says he's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. How how many? How many shades? Thirty-seven. Oh shit! I didn't notice that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not quite fifty shades of fucked no. up. No, it's like thirty-seven. I don't think Christian Grey ever ate people. What? I mean, not like I mean, he ate people in the kind of 
figurative sense, but not in like a... Because you understood the memo. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Not right now, though. I feel like we probably need to get to that now, unless you had any other trailers. Don't have any trailers now, though. No, no. So, well, no, yeah, fuck it. We can do Fresh. <laughs> so, Fresh is um, written by uh, Lauren Kahn uh, and directed by Mimi Cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and stars... Daisy Edgar Jones, Sebastian Stan, um, and other people. Uh, I'm going to do my usual thing of doing the IMDb synopsis because sometimes they're funny. Um, to see if they actually, what is it? The horrors of modern dating seen through young, young, one young woman's defiant battles to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetites. That's a bit simplistic. It's not quite there. No. Uh, just put it out there, just in case we do have any new listeners. We are all spoilers all of the time. Um, so we'll go straight into this. Um, yeah, essentially, Daisy Edgar Jones plays Noah, a young woman who is in the dating scene um, and is not having a lot of luck, we can say, is she? She keeps meeting douchebags. But then she bumps into Sebastian Stan's Steve in the grocery store, ends up going on a date with him. He lives on R4. He does live on R4. Uh, it goes really well. He seems dreamy. It was aisle six. But I think yeah. it was R6, yeah. Um, he seems dreamy because uh, he's Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Um, and, but what, what what would have it, he's a wrong one. He runs a business where he actually sells meat. Human meat to rich people. Human girl meat. Human girl meat because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Obviously. Why obviously? I don't know, it just felt obvious. Yeah? Yep. We are better, to be fair. Yep. Yep. So, um, right. Ian, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. When the credits came in at 33 minutes, <laughs> what was your reaction? Because my reaction... <laughs> <laughs> was to literally start tapping back on the knee and going, oh, fuck. And I needed to pause it to just to see how long we were in the film before the credits. And bear in mind, it's not just a title card, it's a full credit sequence. I mean, you applauded. I did applaud, yeah. Because that was fair play, Mimi Cave. That was some fucking balls to do that. And it worked. <laughs> I mean... That that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's the fact that it is the full title sequence. It's mm. not just a card. Yeah, you know, it's like fuck it. We're just going to go all out because people are talking about like drive my car. It comes up like forty five minutes in. Yeah, all right, but it's not a full on fucking. I'm going to take you out of the world of the film and just have a title sequence for a couple of minutes. Oh no 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 no. Um, nope. It's it, it, it yeah. My, it, it, my... It's a good breaking point as well in the film. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so my reaction was to text the boy chat and say, holy, like, essentially, fucking hell, 33 minutes in and we just got the title card. And, you know, I mean, it's essentially cum face, really. Um, you know, it's, it is just, let's, let's go, let's do this. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I suppose that's my answer to the question, but I mean, like, 
shall I give kind of like general? Yeah, absolutely, man. We... Yeah. So, um, going to be really interested to see what you guys think about this. And it, it I don't know. It, it's it was one where on the face of it, it's a little bit like, oh shit, Ian's going to be a little bit uh, about this because you know the what it is. So the thing is, right. We have, uh, Donna and I have a friend of ours who is on the dating scene at the moment. It's like my one real life exposure that I have to what that shit seems to be like. And literally yesterday, a couple hours before I started watching this film, Donna was telling me that like this latest guy, um, she, she fucking texted him and was just like, look, we need to talk. You know, I don't, I don't want to break up, but we, we like, we need to we need to talk um because she wasn't too happy about it and he just texts her back going like i knew this was gonna fucking happen like i you know why did you waste my time um uh my uh you know you've been um you've been stringing me along for weeks now and uh you know you really made an impression on my son and it's really not fair and it's like, what the fuck? They've probably been together like maybe two months. And she's had strings of just like not, I don't, I don't know. I'd say not picking the right guy, but it just kind of seems like, is that just, the, is, is this just the the world now? And like the, the sense of entitlement, I like. That seems to be coming from the guys who she's with, and she—I'm I'm not going to like say her name on 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 the podcast, but she's a she's a lovely woman. Like she's a bit extra for me. Uh, like she's very very uh, smiley and happy all the time, and that's brilliant. And that's more a me problem than a her problem. Um, but for like, I, I she deserves a really really nice dude. And all she is getting is these people who just seem to, I, I, I don't know. Like it, 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 what I'm trying to say is fresh. Watching like the first 20 minutes of this, I was just like, right, I see where the filmmakers are going with this. Because, yeah, it does seem like a fucking nightmare out there. And if you're, you know, you, you know you're going to go to the nth degree with how bad it could get. And, and like to make your point, and then at the end, the icing on the cake, that fucking text message from the guy at the start saying, "Hey, you up?" Like yeah. it was like, right, okay, you. This is a film that has understood what it is doing all the way through, at least for me, all the way through. And honestly, I think if this were came out in the kind of era of cinema releases that Get Out came out in, I think it would be getting that level of critical attention. Um, it, it, I, I, I think it is a fantastic example of socially conscious horror, which is putting up a dark mirror to the situation that it seems like a lot of women and maybe some maybe men as well i don't know but certainly a lot of women are finding themselves in these days but i thought it was also fun uh i thought it was funny in parts and cathartic as fuck 
in moments. Um, I was really, really impressed by it, and I've got a feeling that my buzz is about to be harshed. Becky. Yes, Mark. Fresh. You're you going to ask a question, or are you just, just opening it up like that? I think I might just open it up like that. Yeah? Yeah. No, I've, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It's It's a good commentary on the modern day in scene and I think um, as well as the quite heavy handed allegory of it being a meat market there is the kind of you know you are putting yourself in a vulnerable position by putting yourself out there and meeting up with people and things like that you don't know what the other the person on the other end is going to be like but then she meets this guy in real life and you still don't fucking know do you like, dating's dangerous. I'm glad I don't have to do it. That's, a, that's the thing, me. isn't it? It's like, <laughs> n- none of none of us have dated in these times. And it fucking sounds exhausting. And oh, it yeah. sounds emotionally, like, psychologically fucking damaging. You, you, um, you, you've got to almost um, have, like, the first two or three dates... Before you've even actually met the person. Mm. Yeah, sure. And not only that, there's like a a background check that they can have done on you. (laughs) Before you've actually met the person. It's just bonkers, isn't it? It is is a really weird thing. It's not people aren't, people don't meet organically anymore, do they? No. No. I genuinely, I've I've said it to you a few times, if anything ever happened with us or if anything ever happened to you, I would just buy some more cats and just be a cat lady. I couldn't be bothered with it at all. Yeah, I, like, if, if, like, Don ever left me, because Lord knows it wouldn't be the other way around, if Don ever left me, I mean, obviously we'd have lots and whatnot, but dogs, I'd have dogs all over the place and I'd never go anywhere apart from walks with dogs. Fuck... Fuck dating. Mm. I'll jerk off. It'll be fine. <laughs> you just have friends and pets. It's fine. Yeah, I... exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we're getting off topic, aren't we? You're looking at me with that. You're getting off topic. No, 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 <laughs> no. But that, 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 that's the thing, though. I mean, like, it, it, it does get you like thinking about that and talking about that, you know. And I, I, I think, I, I think that's interesting. And obviously, this film is like playing things up but at the same time like Mimi I was listening to an interview with Mimi Cave and she was saying that like you know there are dark corners on the web where this kind of shit that happens in this is talked about and you know whether it actually happens I don't don't know there's a part of me that says in some fucking dark place maybe this does happen like not like selling to the richest of the rich or something but some really fucking gnarly shit yeah if if, if a story like this broke out from somewhere it wouldn't be that shocking would it you'd be kind of like army hammer would be the ringleader you know what i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) yeah we we made that joke didn't we We had a comment about 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 army hammer thing didn't we yeah Yeah. you called me a monster (laughs) um i think i made the joke no you called me a monster for my comment afterwards 
when I said that, 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 that there's two things that I'd like to happen with the Army Hammer oh, thing. Yeah. One would be the, the most, would be the one that I would like to happen most. Would it be that it's just all bollocks? Yeah. And that that can be proven, it comes out that it's all bollocks and, you know, nobody was harmed, everybody wanted it, and you know, everyone could just move along uh, from it. And the other one, the less what is it one, the more fucking just fucking what? what one would be is 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 if is if he just came out and went yeah I've eaten like three or four people <laughs> fuck you I'm really rich and look at me also I'm in a non-extraditionary country right now so you can't get me <laughs> you kind of do want that though don't you <laughs> the thing is there you I'd want buy, I'd literally want that and then it just like, the cameras would just pan out and it'd just be sat there at a buffet in some really fucking dodgy fucking like fucking Callum Ward City or something like that I know that doesn't exist anymore but that kind of place yeah. I'd just be laughing <laughs> but no no but he needs to be like I only eat serial killers like or something like that it's like I only eat certifiably bad people yeah and then you fucking watch you, know, you just drop that in the social media ecosystem and then just like a petri dish, and then just see how that plays out. I was thinking though while we were watching it because they say that, um, like Wagyu beef, as an example, yeah. is as good as it is because the animals are really well looked after, and they're given massages, and they're played soothing music, and all this kind of shit. Yeah, and because the the lower the stress levels, the better the meat tastes. Yes, and Wagyu beef is. <sighs> but obviously, kidnapping and. Keeping these women, it's it's going to affect the taste of the meat because their stress levels will be high. Yeah, I'm not sure it has long enough to long term effect. I think it probably does. Maybe we'll find out in about sort of six to eight weeks. <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> but then, so, so yeah, back onto the film. So, but it does manage to keep it like a really fresh light tone as well sorry that wasn't meant as a pun um it's it's a movie about a guy kidnapping girls keeping them prisoner and gradually harvesting their meat but it's also a really fun horror movie so it it it, it has that it does that juxtaposition of of content versus tone really well yeah and sebastian stands kind of charming as fuck in it yeah, I mean, you can see why she falls for him. I mean, he is until he isn't. Well, yeah. But like oh, when they're having right, the date, right. when, they, when they're having the date. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, she's eating her mate's titty yeah. and they're dancing and stuff and getting a bit drunk and stuff. And you're like, she's got to have a plan. But if she doesn't and she's just going along with this to butter him up, you kind of see her point. But maybe don't eat your friend's titty. I don't think she knew it was a friend's titty at the time. No, she didn't know yeah. But he does make the joke of like, <laughs> it might be quite familiar when he gives her it. Yeah. And then she she bites his cock off. The thing there, right, right, right. I know he, he, he thinks that this is going okay and this way wants it to go. But you still, you, you should still sort of do a quick mental risk assessment and but, maybe go... But, Nah. You do kind of get the vibe that this is maybe how he met his wife, though. No, that, that's fine. That's fine. But maybe, you know, don't 
allow her to have, you know... A teeth near, a teeth near your dick. Yeah. Because, let's so face it, it, I, I turned out you, didn't I? I went, she's going to bite his cock off. Because... Uh, yeah, but... Right, A... I think the film at this point is getting to a point where it's like you need you need some catharsis. Yeah, we're going to make it obvious she's going to bite oh, your yeah. dick off and you want that and it's going to be great, isn't it? And then it is. But B, I think it's a comment on that he is so fucking self-assured. He is so, she's in the palm of my hand, this is going great, that he does let his guard down. Like, and I, I think that is absolutely intentional. Like, yeah, she is, is. She has played him like a fiddle, and 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 that's that's what it is. I mean, Mark, fair play. If you're ever in this situation, that you know, pity the the girl because you know you're you're going to win. Uh, no, I will. I, I will do the mental risk assessment like like crazy. Yeah. yeah. I will be working out all of this straight away. <laughs> I, I, I would. I'd, I'd be like, "Oh, I'd want a coffee." No, we're having a nice fucking meal, but I'm not a fucking idiot. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, we... It's kind of disappointed that we never got to see what what a mess he'd made of Melissa. Because they Why never did even want to see that. Because I like creepy gory shit what she just lost she, a boob no not molly melissa you know the one that had lost her mind oh she yeah been there longest. yeah like penny I, a boxing helena that's what i think you reckon yeah full when it boxing helena. Over, the, over the ceiling oh the yeah thing, we were like oh, oh, God, oh, oh and then oh. she just lost a leg and that was really fucking disappointing she had an eye as well oh, an, yeah, eye. an eye an eye who's eating eyes I, I, i'm i'm gonna say and it's gonna sound bad but it's probably asians they eat eyes from what is it, don't they? You know, um, there's like, what is it, soup that has just eyes and shit in it? They're, you know, that they, they do not waste anything. I don't think the meals from Indiana Jones are real, Mark. No, that was that was a little bit wrong, that. But I'm just saying... I feel like this was a question you didn't need to answer. No, I, I, I'm, I'm being... As, as a, maybe edit that out, Ian. I'm not being, as, no, I'm not being in that kind of way. I'm just saying that... There's a lot of, you know, Asians will look at everything and go, how can we make that taste fucking great? Whereas we look at it and go, ooh, we can't eat that. True. You know, I'm just going to put that, a message in the boy chat and just canvas opinion about whether that, I should cut that out. I'm saying that, 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 that they're less squeamish about things, how I meant it. But yeah, so Melissa had obviously been there for the longest and was like completely messed up. I, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see how much you'd taken. I'm, I'm telling you it's boxing Helena. Do you reckon? Yeah, full full scale boxing Helena. Um, I mean, and she was there for, for a while and only lost a butt. Molly was there for like 10 minutes and lost a boob. That doesn't seem fair. Hmm. Hmm. Just see what, this, what it says here so you can feel for a second. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I did quite enjoy the fact that there was a little dancey bit in there as well. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like he needs to do another one. Was good. With, with the dancey bit so we can have like the Alex Garland dancey shit in his movies trilogy well then it's going to be this one but he wrote it didn't he no. oh no no, no you think with, with men yeah. that we just talked about yeah no it was... did have vibes I don't that, think though. there's going to be any dancing in men so no, no. Uh, I reckon there might be actually I could see Roy Kinnear busting a move yeah it did have Ex Machina vibes that dance scene though it did have very much Ex, yeah. Ex Machina vibes yeah I think that was intentional though yeah I liked it because I liked the little dancey bit in Ex Machina mm. 
Yeah. So where we landed then, everyone? Oh, definitely not shit. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Well, well, Mark, what did you actually think of it? I don't... I'm actually um, still not clear on what you thought of it, <laughs> if I'm honest. I... I enjoyed it overall. Um, what the end sequence? Um, I I think it got a little bit. The end sequence just got a little bit too. Ah, somebody coming up and smacking somebody from behind. Ah, somebody coming up and smacking somebody from behind. Ah, somebody coming up and stabbing somebody from behind. And it just got a little bit like that for about a good five ten minutes. Yeah. Um, I would have been. Go on, sorry, just. I, I would have been more bothered by that if it wasn't for the fact that when the friend attacks the wife, she's just like, women like you, or like, bitches like you are the problem, and it just really fucking goes at her. Like, because I, I, all the way through, I, I was kind of thinking, like, right, what is what is the point of the wife character? Like, okay, someone else has fallen under his thrall, I, I get it, but she's also perfectly happy to kind of go along with it. Like what's happening here. So just that whole kind of like you are, it's women like you who are complicit, who are the problem. I was like, right, fine. Yep. Totally works for me. Understand why she's there. Cool. So I, 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 this is the thing. It's like, I, I can acknowledge that as a problem, but I don't care. Which is one of the things that says to me, I just really, really liked it. It's maybe it's more an, objective than a subjective five banger for me but it's a five banger for me sorry Mark. No, that, 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 that's that's cool um i think what i what i would very much like to see and this will come up later on um as well is this is very much a a genre pick mm. um i'd like to see the return of genre picks being between 92 and 97 minutes long not touching two hours long yeah. yeah. Because because I have a feeling what they're doing there is it, it it's they are the, the the extra twenty minutes you're putting into it is usually just more of the message. Yeah. And it's a bit like we get it. We get it. Please stop now. <laughs> you know, and I think that, that that's that's an that's an issue that I have. But overall I liked it. It didn't click as well with me as I think it did with you, Becky, or certainly you, Ian. Um, Why is that, Mark? Because Mark is a... Mark is a grumpy bastard. There we go. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I didn't really like the lead character. <laughs> Nowhere? Yeah, I didn't like her. Why? I just didn't like her. Is it because she, she feel like she would look better if she wore a dress? No, not at all. I, I kind of <laughs> dug, dug that vibe more. I, I, I actually turned around to you and was like... Fucking hell! You that that, feel, that feels literally like that that happened to somebody yeah. that the director or the writer knows. Yeah, I one hundred percent assume so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I I mean that 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 because that's the thing. It's just like that whole stuff. All that stuff feels really lived in, and it's I don't know to someone who has dated in the modern era. That all might be like, yeah, all right, we fucking know that. It's really obvious, blah, blah, blah. It, was, it wasn't it was eye-opening to me, because like I say, for our, uh, for our friend, I kind of get a sense of that. But it just felt like it's good that it's being called out. Like, honestly, this is a film 
when when lots is like 15 or something i actually think i'll sit her down in front of this and just go there's some heavy-handed shit in this lots but it's making a fucking point well, feel free to be a lesbian and i think that might be a bit easier at least uh, no <laughs> girls are just as bad sometimes <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had a, a friend who is who, who has been doing online dating, um, and before a date, he got sent a questionnaire that you had to fill out. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. that was literally that contained certain questions, including um, what his salary was, what his monthly expenditures were, um, how how he would describe his penis. <laughs> Um, and uh, what holidays he'd been on in the past uh, four years. And he's like, this is fucking <laughs> like mad shit. How often he calls his uh, parents. I just couldn't be arsed with it. I just, wouldn't, I just would not do it. If I got that through, I'd just be like, do you know what? Nah, mm. I'm a head out. He went on the date with the girl. Yeah. Yeah went on the date with the girl and um, because she was an absolute nightmare he went over paid for the meal halfway through said he was going to the bathroom paid for the whole meal and then just left nice yeah you see that's another thing I, I would not get on with modern dating for a very simple reason that if, I, if someone asked me on a date there is no fucking way I'd be paying half yeah well, if I did the asking I'd pay for the whole thing but I would never is that, ask. Like, is that expected? I don't know. I I always pay for the. I agree with you. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I I agree with you on that. But in a modern setting now. It's seen as like insulting, isn't it? I, but in a modern setting, I would um, beforehand I would specify that that is what I would be more, more comfortable doing. But how would that? I I just be I communicate it. But then you hear stories about like guys. Sending girls their fucking cash app link to send them half the. F- yeah, but I wouldn't do that. I would literally. No, just, I know. But like, I, I do if, that. And if then it's if... like they go out for a date and they're not going to see each other again. Saying, "All right, yeah, can you vend more with the money then for half the meal?" Yeah, no, yeah, just, just fucking, just suck it up, dude. You, you clearly yeah, weren't charming yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, like from the from the woman's point of view, though, is there a, a sense of like? Are men gonna think that? Well, if they pay for the whole thing, then they're gonna get something in return. Like, is that actually kind of like what the thinking is, or yeah, is possibly, it? Possibly. Yeah. There's an element of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, an element, that's it. It, 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 it. There's a difficulty. If to I it. pay half, I don't. You. You can't think I owe you anything. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But I, I don't know. The, I, the, I get that logic. It's depressing, but I get it. The, the, the what is it there though? Is I'll pay for the meal. You pay for the drinks afterwards. Or, I'll pay for the meal, you can pay for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Hell yeah, that was a good high five as well. That was a high five that felt like you both meant it. <laughs> How about Mark? Yeah. You pay for the meal, yeah. the drinks, yeah. and the breakfast. <laughs> and then we'll be good. Uh, will we? Yeah. Alright, cool. I'll eat at home. Uh... <laughs> I'll make you pancakes. <laughs> I mean, even for all of that, I'm I'm definitely not shit, uh, and I will watch this film again. Yeah, yeah, without question. I, I also did love the fact that the guy, her friend, was just like, 
do you know what? Nah, I'm not getting involved in this. I'm just fucked I off. Fuck like, I thought he was, was going to, like, hilarious. change his mind, like, two that, minutes down the road. Yeah. I'm going to be like... Oh, I, I thought I, I thought no, they'd just... see him, you know, as they were running out of the water, is it? I yeah. thought they'd connect with him at the road yeah. and then it'd drive off like that at the yeah, end. Yeah, he nope. just raises the fuck out, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 and I, I like the fact that the film's not necessarily passing judgment on him because he is just like, this is fucking sketchy. What are you doing? You shouldn't be here. You you should go. And, you know, it, 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 but, and it's just like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, you you do get that. I don't think the film is going. Well, how dare he no, do that? I don't think the film. Yeah, the film. The film's not painting him as a prick. I think the film's painting no, one I'm... person as a prick, maybe two. <laughs> but where'd that guy come from? I think he was like... the assistant. Yeah, I don't know. I think you see him earlier on. Don't I think you do briefly. Yeah. I thought it was weird that. They were like, yeah, we're safe, and the film ended, but he's still about somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I get the feeling like he isn't that invested in it. It literally is just a paycheck for him, and now they're both dead. He's like, ah, I better go and find something else then. He just seemed like the driver or something, you know, because you see him earlier on, but he's just putting shit in the van, isn't he? Yeah. It's just a lift driver yeah. that just 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 just, 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 just a lift driver that was just just, a little bit too, just, just too polite yeah. to fucking say no. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh, yeah, definitely not shit. Good, Paul. Good. Um, definitely shit. Forty percent. Uh, touching cloth. Forty percent, and shit. Twenty percent. It's not. It's not universally loved. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that, that, that it hasn't gotten a little bit more love, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought it might have done it. it. It seems like it's. There'll be things out this year um, around the same um, genre that will get an awful lot more love than this. That won't be anywhere near as good as this. Mm. Uh, is yeah, what I was saying. It'll be considered more highbrow. I am. I am. I am I'm definitely thinking that, that the more I chat. Uh, hey, Hannah, you know, I think I you really can't be a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that, Luke? Oh, yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of Shield. I think during you know global pandemics, storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million Absolutely times. Absolutely nothing like a binge watch. Star Trek. Um, Bedroom right. five. Because you can sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely. Uh, that Netflix. doesn't make you a weird person uh, at all. It doesn't. Yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the 30th time. Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show of or a, a franchise. beloved franchise. A beloved franchise. Lord of the Rings. Twin Peaks. From VHS compilations recorded off television with the ad breaks, cut out of course, to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and, I don't know, Smallville. <laughs> Farscape. Quantum Leap. To giving up finding new content on Netflix and just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek The Next Generation or... Parks and Recreation. I think that we can all agree. There's a lot to be said for that. You can't beat a good rewatch. So, with that in mind, join Anna and Mike from Chinstroker vs. Panzer as we burn through some of our favourite franchises and share our immediate reactions to each instalment in both spoiler and non spoiler sections. 
To do that, do a search for the Rewatch Project with Hannah and Mike on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever your favourite podcast provider may be, or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash Rewatch Project. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts. ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever putting four or five year olds in front of this movie it's like if they didn't know what death was before this they're gonna know it after it they're gonna know it after it and they're gonna be freaking terrified and they're gonna be questioning you yeah or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one is a cold dead heart yeah the dark knight has got like all the orphans and like oh no we're gonna die they did not build up those orphans at all in my head it's like kill them then look no further, the His Film, Her Movie podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Deep water. Oh shit! Uh, sees the uh, sees the returns directing um, of um, Adrian Lim. Uh, his first film in twenty years. Wow! Yes. And he, and he picked this one. Uh, well, wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! And, well, why wouldn't you? Um, directed by Adrian Lim. Uh, written by uh, Sam Levison. Is he the? Um, what is it, guy? The Malcolm and Marie guy. Yeah. Yeah. It also does. Is it Euphoria? Euphoria. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sure that I, I I I've not watched. Will not watch. But Isabel tells me about it, so I don't need to watch it. No. Um, and stars uh, Ben Affleck, Anna Armes, Tracy Letts, uh, Lil Rel Howery, um, which is baffling, um, and other people. Yeah. Um, so what's it about? A well-to-do husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Almost. Is that why he allows her to have affairs? Right, okay. Yeah, that that baffled me as well. What? Well, it's not ever really explained how this situation has arisen. I don't think he's that bothered. I mean, he clearly is. I think he is. No, he, he very clearly is. I think... Can I, can I, Charlie would disagree can with I you. Can I posit something? Oh, shit. Go on. Can I posit something? Go on. I think we're getting... We're, we're, we've been shown the tail end of this. I think it's that he... It's been something that's been part of their relationship and it's started to bother him because she has gotten more brazen with it. And it's rather it been something that is more within their lives and their relationship. It's more something that is broadly uh, broadcast to everybody. But it's never explained why he's why he was initially okay with it. Whether he was just okay with it, or whether it's because you don't want them to split by, up for the by, sake of by, the kid. By the way, whether... by the way, I agree with these points. I am just I'm I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit on this. That's fine. I'm saying I, I don't. I mean, she. You seems don't to need give... to play devil's advocate with this film. Sorry. She seems to give like zero fucks about the kid. Yeah, to, 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 to the to the point of where I, I, I at one point was thinking, 
Is it not her kid? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm. Right. I'm going to go to you first, Becky. Okay. Right. Sir. Deep water. Yes. Right. Just thoughts. I can't even think of a question for it. Well, a couple of things. Sorry. Before you start, show admin. I think we need to stop with the questions. I think it's run its course. I think we just ask each other what we thought of the fucking film. I'm I feel pressure with the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Bex, go. I think my description of this film as we were watching it, as starting a whole new genre of movies of unerotic thrillers, is about right <laughs> for this film. Like, this is clearly either Joey on Friends was right, and when two people are in a relationship, they don't have any on stage or on screen chemistry, or. They were really fucking close to the end of their relationship and just hated each other in reality because there is no chemistry between these two but people. But I don't think they're supposed to, that's the point. No, but even when they're supposed to and she's like, yeah, eat my ass, like, even at that point, there's not. Like, the sex scenes are just cold as fuck. There's just, like, there's no, there's no warmth between them whatsoever. There is more warmth between Ben Affleck and his snails than there is between these two. So there's some, there's a reason behind that. And they did split up not long after this rap shooting, didn't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think I think there was there was cracks and they probably shouldn't have done this film together. No. Um, but I didn't hate it. Like it, it it's perfectly watchable, but it's just a bit shit. Like and like the bit, the bit where um, he is like gone to like stab that Tony guy and try and make him sink back in the water and he gets found by what's his face Dom yeah and we were like get him Ben get him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I will go after Ian I'll go to my thoughts on the movie I I had a genuine laugh out loud moment in this film didn't I. Where I literally burst out laughing and pointed at the screen. Yeah, what was it? It was when he threw the was rock. Was it the bit? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah, was good. He threw the rock. Right in the face. <laughs> it's right in the face. It's good. I, I laughed out loud at the bit where Tracy Letts and his wife are just screaming at their kid to like get the fuck inside. Get inside, Goldie! <laughs> we already told you, go inside! Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Ian, you didn't like Deep Water, did you? Right, so no, I didn't like Deep Water, but I also, like Becky, I didn't hate it. It is... It's both boring and really entertaining. Um, But it kind of it vacillates. It feels like a film where Adrian Lyne gave everyone their scripts but with every other page taken out so ben affleck had pages one three five seven nine anna de armas had two four six eight etc and they both just had to react off of what each other was saying despite the fact they might not necessarily know what the context was depending on where it was on the page um they have zero chemistry and there are conversations in this film 
that are not conversations that any real people would ever have. And I'm not just talking between them, but early on when she, when Ben Affleck is talking to the fucking Matt Damon looking long haired guy who I swear was cast because he kind of looks like a gone to seed Matt Damon, but also young. Um, they are talking to each other and it's like, I actually don't believe humans wrote this. I feel like an AI wrote this. Um, it did, have a, it, it, it did have a smack of, were they in the same room together and was this two different scripts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is fucking baffling. Like, just the, 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 the bit, like, middle, the middle of the film where Anna Darmas is like, he fucking killed him. He killed him. He killed him. Like, fuck you, he killed him. And then, like, five minutes later, they're just kind of back to their, okay, she's going to sleep with someone else and I'm going to be threatening. Like, it, it, it's basically, it's the same cycle three times through the film. But at the end, Tracy Letts is in it as well. And then you get the fucking incredible... Car versus bike section. Um, <laughs> he likes that. The, I like the, the the snails bit. Like, why is Affleck fascinated with snails? I don't understand what is going on in this film, and I don't think Adrian Lyne does either. And that is absolutely symptomatic to the fact that. Sorry, Donna's just texted me. What is this? And she's supposed to be driving. Right, I think maybe Lottie's got her phone and I said, chips are in, would you mind sticking pizza in when you get back? I might burn the fucker. <laughs> what is this woof, woof, woof? Yeah, Lottie's got her phone. Um, right, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I honestly, I don't think Adrian Lynn gave a single fuck when at the end, over the credits, you have got Oh, I think it's really cute that that kid was um, singing the fucking Leo Sayer song. So we'll just have her sing that over the end credits. It is the most incongruous end of a film to what you put on the end credits I think I've ever seen. And it clearly shows that he just gave up. It is a, a fucking baffling film and i'm glad i watched it don't get me wrong but god could you imagine this thing actually playing in cinemas it would be like people watching cats <laughs> it, 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 yeah <laughs> um the thing is I would say this it, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I actually do think it's quite a good performance from Ben Affleck. He just seems so much like he can't be arsed though. Like and he looks rough in it. Like, he really he does rough. look like he's he's going through one of his alcohol phases yeah. while shooting the film. He's all puffy face and unkempt beard and like that's that's not like you can kind of see why she's screwing around. <laughs> I, kind of, I I did actually enjoy it. It's it's fun. The thing it's is, though, when he turns it on, like when he's when he's playing opposite the kid and he's being the dad, it's completely different. 
So maybe that's intentional. Maybe it's like he's just yeah. supposed to be so worn out with her that he just, like, he's all, like, saggy face and no expression. But then when he's with the kid, he brightens up. Maybe it's intentional. And when her, I know the armas is with the kid, unless she's drunk, it's stop fucking playing old mcdonald alexa i hate this song i mean like just i knew i was in for a good time we're in the first 10 minutes anna de armas is telling alexa to stop playing old mcdonald because she hates that she hates that shit or whatever it is she says <laughs> i mean i can heavily relate to that if, if if alexa had been around when isabel was younger and she'd done shit like that i'd have been like alexa shut the fuck up I I I do I did enjoy how how much Ada Armas seemed to enjoy being a twat <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, um, I thought that was was, was a lot of um, fun. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not the sexiest of movies. No, it's it's decidedly unsexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was saying to you towards the end of, of X, what would be great. Is if we is if we had a sequel to this where somehow um, in, in some kind of fucking mad crossover, um, Vic Van Allen fucking ran into Amazing Amy from Gone Girl in like a supermarket <laughs> and they just fucking hit it off. That'd be great. I, like seriously, the post credits of this needs to be the police coming around. And Ben Affleck going, I didn't, I didn't murder any of them, and it's just like, right, three men in the last month oh, no, have no. gone missing. I, I oh, have a, I have an ending for how I think this movie, how that, how that got all tied up. Well, ben Affleck gets tried guilty of three counts of murder in the easiest trial of all time. No, no, I reckon what happens. This is what is it? I said to you that this. Um, what is it? The, the Dom theory. Is, my Dom theory, is Don had been communicating with, a lot with uh, Melinda. They'd been going out together. She'd sent him money. And he has her scarf literally in his car. So Ben Affleck just claims, yeah, Don had an obsession with her. I think I think they were having an affair. And then he could get blamed for all of the, what is it? He was the guy who accused Ben Affleck of um, murdering, what was uh, it, the second one? Yeah. Charlie. Charlie. Why was he at the... Why, why did he know about the scarf? Bits like that. There's all these There's all these bits there that could I have got the them. shot of Ben Affleck just happily cycling away after that car crash. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I reckon that could have been there, but I just reckon Adrian Lyon just couldn't be arsed to end it. <laughs> Just because like, I'm done. I had to, I had to leave the room for that fucking credits post credit yeah. scene, mid credit scene, whatever. Sound of children being happy, great something. They just they, it does. I think you're right. In, it does seem like that there's there's a lot of the script that wasn't shot or, or was or wasn't didn't end up in the film. Might have been shot, but it was just a film that everybody had just run out of patience with by the end of it. So it was just put something out. Just put something I mean, that- out. That ending is incredibly abrupt. Yeah. Like, just don't, don't, like, he drives away from, like, Tracy Letts fucking driving himself off that cliff, which is incredible. Um, but, and, and then it's just, right, so now Anna de Armas is happy, you know, that Ben Affleck obviously does give a shit about her, 
because he's murdered several men to prove that he does. Like, is is that what it is? Like, they're going to be a happy family now because she knows that he's that into her. Is is that it? She seems like that could be a thing. Well, it seemed like... Because, like, she burns... Sorry. No, no, go on. It seemed like they were kind of getting along better before she discovered that he killed Tony. So maybe she's just gone... Yeah, let's see how it goes. Yeah, I don't really like Tony anyway. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I the TV actor, like. I got. I got the sense of, oh shit, you killed him, but I'm actually kind of into that. Like, you know, even though I accused you of killing that other guy, and I really wasn't into that, I'm into this one. And also, like the the fucking the the, the private investigator that Tracy Letts hires. Mm. There's that one scene. <laughs> and, then, and then that goes yeah like it, it's it on it feels like there's a two and a half hour cut of this film that they just went cut it down it's so slow and then adrian lynn was just like fuck it here you go and they just went is it under two hours yeah but it doesn't make any sense we don't care that's your cut yeah yeah that, that's it i would watch the two and a half hour version of this if it made more sense, I just I feel like there's no there's no rationale for why they're in the situation they're in. There's like there's one bit after she's accused him of murdering Charlie, where he like ho- like with this hopeful look on his face and tone in his voice asks her if she wants a divorce. And I was like, ah, oh, is it going to turn out that they've got like some kind of an arrangement? Like if if he divorces her. He has to do X, Y, and Z, so that's why he's kind of keeping her around. Because there's no, there's no reasoning behind it. Like I said to you, didn't I? Why don't you just fucking get rid of her? She's hot, which is not like that hot that you'd put up with this if it clearly bothered you. I just that—that's it. I don't think. I think there's an oddness to it. I think I agree with you. Mm. I don't think it. I don't think it bothers him. The fact that she has these. Flames. Dalliances. Dalliances is good for us, yes. I don't think that bothers him. I think it's when she flaunts it in front of him. I think he's fine for it to go off and do that, but he's just he's not interested in it being something she uses as a tease against him. But then he isn't because he's pissed off about Charlie before Charlie even Maybe yeah, that, that that seems like that was the first one that kind of she wasn't really she wasn't doing it secretly, everyone knew about it. Mm. Mm. And we don't know he killed Charlie. It shows him killing Charlie in the pool. Oh, not Charlie. I'm thinking of the other guy. Matt. Matt. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, 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 I think I might be geostorm with this movie. <laughs> There's. If it was like ten percent less boring, I think I could swing that. But I, I was more bored than entertained, even though the the scale was probably like sixty forty. I think I might be Geostorm just for that bike slash car chase. That was good. That was great. When you were full hooking commando, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but on a push bike. Yeah, just some there's some great lines in it there. That's what you do now. Well, you know, I published a couple of magazines, some books on poetry. Mostly I just ride around my mountain bike. 
What? What's with the snails? I think there's more, there was more to that that just never quite explored. And like the bit where it's explaining that you have to starve them so their intestines are yeah. empty before you can eat them. It's like, that doesn't need to be in the film. That's probably more of a snail nerd niche. But you often find that in, in in these. He looked really angry when he wanted to eat snails. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? He? <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think that's why he killed him. Possibly. Um, but that you do find that there's an oddity in these supposed um, erotic thrillers that one of the people in it will often have an odd hobby or something like that. Hmm. It, it's a weird like little fucking quirk within them. Isn't it usually something a bit sexy, though? Yes, it's usually something a bit sexy. Um, not, not generally snails. It, it's usually something you could do shirtless. Um, yeah. Or, 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 or wearing just a long I'm really, man I'm really shirt. glad they didn't include a, a, a shot of Ben Affleck just sat shirtless. Just covered in fucking snails. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could have coped with that. I don't think many of us could have coped with that. No. Well, the raw The powerful raw eroticism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a glorious imagery uh, uh, audience poll definitely not shit 14% <laughs> touching cloth 14% and shit 71% wow no geostorms wow no geostorms no that, that's fair enough um, yeah <laughs> I enjoyed it yeah it's yeah I'll never watch it again I probably you probably will, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I, I, yeah, I accept that. Um, Ian, what have you been watching this week? Uh, so I've, I've actually only got a couple, so I'll, I'll, I'll be quick. Um, so, rewatched uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, first time watch with Donna. Um, How's that hold up? That, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's been interesting because our film's been getting a lot of shit on film Twitter this week about, um, you know, oh, none of it was really like none of it was filmed in real locations and whatnot. And it's like, no, they're not, but none of the fucking MCU films are. And also they filmed in a fucking pandemic. So I'm a little, I am a little bit more all right than usual to go. All right. If they shot on a green screen in Georgia, they shot on a green screen in Georgia. Cause otherwise that film probably wouldn't have been made. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I like No Way Home. I'm I'm still like solidly four out of five on it. Um, the I think the you know everybody knows the plot by now, and the um, trying to essentially cure the badness in the villains stuff. It I don't know. It works for some. It doesn't work for others. Like Jamie Fox, all the way through it, he's like, I like this power. But also, yeah, all right, put that thing on me that is going to remove all the power. Yeah. Um, it, 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 that 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 doesn't hold very well. But the highs in that film are very, very high, and I like that they actually just the last twenty minutes or so are just all very right. It's back to the main core cast of characters and about Peter Parker basically making this sacrifice of, no, I'm not going to introduce myself back into MJ's life because, like, that ends up with people getting hurt and I'm going to do me. And yes, all right, in the in the next one, they may well go, oh, Zendaya's going to be back in it and she's going to remember, blah, blah, blah. 
at the same time, they could just as easily go, well, do you know what? We could introduce our version of Gwen Stacy and Miles Morales and whatnot and leave Ned and MJ to it, you know, with them maybe back in future, future ones. I don't know. But I, I, I like that it's an MCU film that does end on actually what the fuck is going to happen next. And because there's no TV shows associated with it or anything, it, 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 it feels like there's actually some space there to think like you with uh like scarlet witch with the end of wandavision it's like okay well but she'll be back in doctor strange and we know that and it's like okay so there's going to be some sort of resolution at some point and with that doctor strange it's like okay it seems like she's maybe the bad guy kind of makes sense with how wandavision played out all right there's no real surprise there it feels like the next spider-man film it is up in the air as, as to what actually happens there, which is, uh, I, I, I think, exciting. So, yeah, I, 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 I very much liked Spider-Man No Way Home, and it basically kept the lights on in cinemas for a couple of months. So, you know, I it can't hate it. Um, and all, I mean, like, in terms of, like, the visual effects Oscar that it's nominated for, given the amount of work they actually had to do on that to just make real life scenes look real i think they did a pretty decent job you know but uh i'm i'm assuming dune will probably win that but um you look at the visual effects of spider-man no way home and the kind of like the invisible visual effects versus something like shang chi where that really fucking looks like it was shot against green screens for good chunks of it yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, it really. It's, I wasn't a big fan of Shang Chi anyway, but it, it's it's not a good looking movie. No, no, I mean the, the the third act of that film looks like it was just all done inside a computer, mm. like straight up. So, and I, I and I like Shang Chi, but yeah. So Spider Man No Way Home. I it, it yeah, good film. It's a it's a good movie. What can I say? Um. So yeah, I also finally. Finally, finally caught up with Petit Maman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Celine Sciamma's latest uh, director of Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which was, like, almost our first pandemic review, um, if memory serves. I think so, and, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Sciamma shot this in COVID times. You can tell there's... Like I don't know, maybe like six actors in the entire thing. A lot of it shot outdoors, very very small scale bit of work, seventy three minutes long. <laughs> kind of, kind of felt like something that Skiama just like did just to let her creative impulses kind of flow during COVID and fair play. So, story is you've got a uh, an eight year old girl whose grandmother has just died. Um, and her mum and dad are kind of basically cleaning the place out. The mum disappears for a few days, basically kind of just unable to deal with everything. So uh, the girl's stu- uh, like stuck with her dad. The girl's playing in a forest um, by the, the house and she meets another little girl. And um, it's... Uh, it, so uh, mild spoilers for Petit Maman, but it is literally just the plot of the film. But this other little girl turns out to be her mum, but when she was eight. So it's the girl interacting with her mum and the girl kind of like interacting with her grandma 
when her grandma was like in the same position as her mum dealing with her um so yeah it's kind of like time travel but more kind of like in the imagination of a child kind of thing and it's not necessarily that it's all in her head but just like the logic of it is just like i need to tell you something what is it i'm your child you're my mum oh you're from the future yeah okay show me and, and and it's just like okay it just kind of clicks it's just like eight-year-old imagination um so i thought it started off just being quite slight and you know it's cute and it's charming and whatnot but by the end they're having some pretty fucking big conversations and it was a little bit would an eight-year-old actually be saying stuff like this because i have an eight-year-old living in my house so I can say that I don't think she'd be having some of these conversations. But then again, maybe it's just she wouldn't be having these conversations with me. And it's like if she was talking to an eight-year-old representation of Donna, maybe she would. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I it by the end of it, it, it's it's not a portrait of a lady on fire. Don't get me wrong. Um, but as a getting your creative impulses out during covid times uh, exercise it's pretty fucking great um looks good the so the kids um i think that they must be twins but it's like the girl and the eight-year-old version of her mum are, are, are twins i'm pretty fucking sure um and that they're, they're they're fantastic and oh god there's a fucking brilliant bit where they're making pancakes <laughs> um and like just like they're having so much fun just trying to crack eggs and you just know Skiama just set the fucking camera and just rolled and just let them do their thing um and it, it's very very natural um yeah it's a, it's a lovely little bit of work you know and i you know kermode called it his favorite film of last year which i think like, if I'm being unkind, I would say to most people, you didn't watch enough films last year in that case, but obviously Kermo did, so... Um, yeah, but I, I, it's, I, it's, it is very, very charming, and it does feel like, depending on when you watched it, particularly last year, it could have been a bit of a balm to the times in which we were living. So, you know, maybe maybe I could see that. Um it's on movie now, um, which is where I watched it. it I, I think it actually came out on Blu-ray this week as well. Movie are doing a very good job of releasing their self-released stuff on physical media. I wish they'd license their stuff to Criterion in in the UK, but they're not. But at least they're putting their stuff out on physical media, and and fair play to them. Um, I'd buy this when it's cheap. Fair play. I'd watch it again. I'd. I'd, I'd I'd like lots to watch it. I'd like lot, uh, Don to watch it. I think they'd both find it really charming. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's a lovely little film which grows on me the more I think about it. But I, I I mean, I'm I'm not annoyed that it wasn't in my top ten last year or anything. But it's it's very very good. Cool. Well, uh, it's one of those ones that I've, I, I I will get to at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's literally 73 minutes long and it doesn't feel any longer than that. Like, it breezes by. Nice. That's me.
That's it. Cool. Uh, Bex, what have you watched? Solo. I have not. You have not watched anything solo? No. Don't be through my solo ones. I've, I've been catching up on Upload, haven't I? So we've yes. season two. You have, yes. Ooh, shit. We watched the first couple of those. They're fucking great. I like, I like. Yeah, Upload's good. Upload is good. So are you on season one? No, no, no. We watched the first two of season two. Oh, good. Oh, shit. You've only been... You're watching season one at the moment. I'm re-watching season one in preparation for watching season two. Oh, okay. You know season two's out now, yeah? I know. I know. That's what prompted me. Yeah. I saw it on, on oh, okay. Amazon and got like super excited. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. It's... No, no. It's good. It's... Um, the the more plotty elements of it that kind of came to the fore, you know, like the overarching plot, mm. uh, which kind of like that's way more of a thing that I remember season one being. Um, but yeah, no, it's good, and they've introduced the fucking the guy who sleeps with Stifler's mum in American Pie is in a really major role in this new season, and he's good. Okay. And he's not supposed to be funny, but he's good. And it was like shit. Eddie, that guy, Eddie Keir wow. Thomas. No, it's the wrong guy. I'm thinking of. Who the fuck am I thinking of? I'm thinking of a guy called Paolo Costanzo. What the fuck was he in? He's absolutely not Eddie K. Thomas in the slightest. But he's not in a. God, he was in. He's in some fucking comedy. He was in Road Trip. Have I just well, thought of a random guy from Road Trip and just remembered him from literally just Road Trip? What is he? Let's have a look. See which, what's he called? He's Joey's brother in Joey. I know what you mean, yeah. Why did I think he was Eddie K. Thomas? He's really not. No, he's not. But yeah, I know the guy you mean, yeah. He he he, yeah. he 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 had he had a a, a few years where he had road trip, just the pussy cats, um, and forty oh, days he, and forty nights. Is he the friend in forty days and forty nights? Yes, the um, porn obsessed friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He hasn't been in a film since twenty thirteen. Hmm. Like fair play, he's in the things though. Like that's oh, that's he, interesting. He, he's forty yeah. decent career. Yeah, no, he has. Why the fuck did I think that guy was Eddie K. Thomas? I have no idea on that. But as a nice segue, I rewatched. Yeah, American, I rewatched American Reunion this week. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah, um, I like American Reunion. I'm the guy who liked it. <laughs> um, I, I think I've said this before. I would be happy, and this was 10 years ago this movie came out, I'd be happy if like every 10 to 15 years they just decided, fuck it, and just made another one to just catch up with them again. Yeah. At different kind of like points in their lives. Um, it's... What, it, until you reach American Funeral? Yeah, yeah, literally until that. Wow. Um, but it's, it's... I think it's possibly the best of the sequels. Because the, yeah. the, the second one essentially is them essentially on spring break and being taken out of the, you know, the setting of it just being, you know, high school and bits like that. Yeah. The third one is the wedding one where it it, it, it got caught up too much in um, trying to be relevant to things that were going on 
in the mid noughties and it ended up just being this really odd film. Mm. Uh, whereas this one is just kind of back to the the first one that kind of that that, that sort of lit the touch paper for these type of movies to come back on the scene, be it for good or bad. Um, and it is there is some genuinely just funny and charming moments in it there's some moments that probably shouldn't be in it as well Um, but I I had enough fun with it I've watched it a fair few times Um, I also rewatched another film I I will guarantee you I'm the only person in the world to have rewatched this movie Uh, I rewatched The Internship Um, oh wow yeah (laughs) I can say that I have seen this movie three times now. Why? I don't know. <laughs> because it's easy to watch, and you I could. Need to get a hobby. Go find some fucking snails. Um, uh, no. no. Creeps out by snails, aren't you? Yeah, I'm creeped out by snails. What are they? They're just uppity slugs. Uppity slugs. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I don't like slugs. I really don't like slugs. Um, yeah, but the problem is that I'm having with the internship. Is every time I watch it, I like it a little bit more. Oh if I watch it another three times, I'm there going, "This is a five star banger," and I don't understand why more people don't watch it. Whereas at the moment, I'm there going, "This film isn't that great," and I can understand why most people don't watch it. <laughs> but it does have a very good performance from Max Minghella in it. Yeah. Yeah. Just playing a, just an absolute douchebag, and he's very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's fun. It does a terrible job of just trying to make Google look cool. <laughs> um, rewatched. Uh, these are just the ones. These are my watches. We'll do our group watches in a second, can't we? Group watches. Yeah, yeah we watched together. Classifiers of group. Cooper was there. Cooper was there. Um, <laughs> I rewatched Juno. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I did. Rewatched Juno because I thought, do you know what? I wonder how Juno's aged. Um, turns out not well. <laughs> yeah, turns out not not well. Um, I think going back and watching this movie, it, it's weird going back and watching an Elliot Page movie nowadays um, because, well, you know, he was clearly going through some stuff and there might have been an awkward what is it in this there's actually a line in this um, I think where literally Juno at one point says um, I'm not a girl and it kind of you know it's one of those things where you're going it's just a line in a film but I could see something getting cropped from that and put into something in the future um, it, Juno is it, it feels incredibly flimsy hmm in terms of the story, um, the lead character is a dick, but he's in no way a charming um, dickhead now. But the weird thing is, I was saying to you, Anna Vex, after watching it, um, is this came out in like 2007, so I'll have been 24? 25? Yeah. 24, 25. So I'll have only been sort of nine years off, sort of the age of the, the main character. Whereas now, sort of, you know, 15 years later, I'm a lot closer to the age, and I'm probably at the age that Alice and Jamie and... Um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons are. Yeah. Uh, or, or around about probably the same age, more closely to the Jennifer Garner character and the Jason Bateman character. Yeah. 
Um, and so you're looking at it from a complete a, a, a different angle. Mm. You're not looking at it from Juno's perspective. You're looking at it from the parent perspective, especially having a you know. A, a, I have a, when this came out, I we had what a two year old, yeah, and now we have a seventeen year old, a, a child that's actually a year older than the principal character in this. It's weird, isn't it? Um, so yeah, that's it's quite weird uh, that you can go, yeah, this is Diablo Cody essentially writing a character that she wishes was her when she was that age, rather than actually probably was her that age. It's uh, yeah. I have a 17-year-old daughter. They don't talk like that. <laughs> they don't act like that, apart from when she's just being a dick. Yeah, the dickishness is probably... Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's an odd one to go back and rewatch. It really is. Um, and then... Oh. And I also rewatched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You've had a week. I've had a week. Yeah, I've had a week. I've had a week. Now, I remember not hating Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. And not thinking that it was, thinking that, you know, it wasn't that bad. It it, it did exactly what it said on the tin. Right? I've changed my mind on that now. I categorically think this is one of the worst films ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Well. It is. It is appallingly bad. It is one of the ugliest films I've ever seen. Um, if there has never been a single human in the existence of humanity, and there never will be a human in the existence of humanity that is as attractive as this film thinks that Angelina Jolie is. Hmm. Mm. It's, I, going back now, I think we now need to reassess Angelina Jolie and go, she's a crap actress. Did anyone ever think she was been nominated. She's won an Academy Award and she's been nominated for Academy Awards since. She's a bad actress. She's appalling in this. Mm. And Jesus Christ... (laughs) Brad Pitt is, is 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 trying, but the heaviest lifting that's been done in this movie is by Vince Vaughn. Right. Yeah, Vince Vaughn is doing the heaviest amount of lifting in this movie. Um, it is the action sequences are just appalling, like dull. It is this film is so boring. Had I not wanted to have an opinion about it and be able to categorically say it's one of the worst films I've ever seen I would have stopped watching it (laughs) I probably should have stopped watching it but no I wouldn't have been able to say these things now it is I do not know how anybody could call this film anything other than just hideously boring what did she get an Academy Award for? Girl Interrupted I believe wasn't it yep Best part she's good in Girl Interrupted actually she's good in one she's good in Girl Interrupted um, but the problem is Winona Ryder and um, Brittany Murphy are both better in it yeah they are yeah, um, yeah. yes uh, yeah Mr <laughs> and Mrs Smith is is, is, is appalling yeah um, I've never seen it Becky 
What, what did we watch this week together? Well, we, we watched a few things, didn't we? We did a little, a little mini prep for, for our, our last main feature, but we'll, we'll do them last. Um, we watched... I don't remember whether you, whether, whether you... Oh, my God, I can't speak properly. Whether you remember us watching the trailer for this, Ian, and both of us commenting that this mm. sounds like us nip. Um, it's a film called Postcard Killings. Uh, with yes, <laughs> <laughs> no. not a great title. <laughs> with Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it, um, and it looks I think, okay. I think the trailer came out around the time we watched Snowman, didn't it? Yeah. And it looks very snowman-y it, in the trailer. It does look a bit scabby, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not though. No, not really. No. no. Um, basically, this dude's daughter and her new husband travel to to London. Oh god, I forgot Famke Janssen's in it, isn't she? Yeah, Famke Janssen's in it as well. The artist formerly known as Famke Janssen's in it. Yeah. Um, they go to London on their honeymoon and they get murderised in a horrible way. Um, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, wouldn't you know it, is a New York police officer. Detective. So, New York police detective. So he... He's and a hot shit one. Obviously, as happens often in the real world, is is pulled into the investigation and, and given information <laughs> yeah. and allowed to walk through the crime scene by the by the I'm assuming Met Police officer that's played by uh, Stephen McIntosh. Stephen McIntosh, a, a, a British actor I think should have been in a lot more. I think he's very good in anything he's ever in. And he gets he gets a lot of access from a lot of different police departments, doesn't in, he? In different countries, yeah, yes. Yeah, it, especially it, it, that German guy. He super likes it. The German guy just just gives him literal evidence yeah. that he's not supposed to. He, he does do that. Yeah. Oh, I can't get that. No, 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 no. Oh, anyway. Wink. <laughs> so basically, it turns out that it's like this serial killer that's send. We don't know it's at this point, do we? That's sending postcards to a journalist in the country they're about to do murder in, with like essentially like a clue to a piece of art. Yeah. Um, and then doing the murder, posing the dead people as this. Work of, of art. work of art that is displayed in a, in in a, a gallery. local gallery or museum. Yeah. Um, and then just like bipping across to another country. So yep. it's like, it's it's all over Europe. It's very glamorous, isn't it? No. No. Um, <laughs> Famke Janssen's face is terrifying. It's the most terrifying thing about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know the boy? The, the, the horror movie, The Boy? Yeah. That's what her face yeah. looks like. It does look like the boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, it is. But yeah. with Famke Janssen's hair around it, but that that weird plasticky, unmoving sheen with like the wide open eyes because she's clearly had an eye lift. It, yeah, it's it's mm. yeah, awful. It's not pleasant. Awful work. Um, yeah, and hilarity ensues. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to, though, is it? No. So it turns out. Yeah, because no one else can watch this. this. No, no, all spoilers all the time. I do. Honestly, people, you don't need to watch it. We watched it for you. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's mm. this married couple that are travelling through, um, and there's a bit of a, what, is it called a MacGuffin? Yeah, it's a MacGuffin. You, so there's these two married couples that meet up, like, on a train kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you think it's the one, the other ones, because, you know, she's a tattoo artist, and he's got a beard, so clearly they're the baddies. Oh, yeah. And then the other ones are these clean-cut, like, American kids. Yeah. Um, that seemed like they had, that they had abstinence rings before they got. Married. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it turns out it's the clean-cut American kids that aren't really American kids. They're Russian kids that were abused by their dad when they were younger, and they're actually brother and sister. Not sexually abused. No, no, no. Just, just, just abused. mentally abused. They're incesty, aren't they? Yeah. Not actually Russian, though. They're actually American. It's just they have a Russian passport. They get very Russian a- a- accents once it for, gets yeah, outed. For no Russian reason accent. whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> they're born and raised in America. <laughs> but yeah, they're travelling as a married couple, but in reality they're brother and sister. But then it turns out in the end... And, oh, and the reason they're on this murder spree is because... No one will accept their love. Yeah, no one will accept their love, their, 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 their brother and sister love. And then it's just like a complete aside at the end of the movie. It's like, oh, turns out they were adopted anyway and they could have been together. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. So yeah, very, very snowman vibes though in the chaotic well, heavy, story. Heavy snowman yeah, vibes, yeah. yeah. It was joy. I had a really good time with it. I had a good enough time with it. I will yeah. rewatch this. But it, 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 it was like... It was like somebody went and went, right, we want to make a snowman, but we want it to cost like a fifth <laughs> of what that cost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's not. Even Jeffrey Dean Morgan's not great in it, and I like him generally. Yeah, he's usually very good. He has a breakdown scene in one bit of it, doesn't he? Where he starts randomly crying. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit like a whoa <laughs> there's a lot of points as well where he'll go from very calm conversations to like screaming, screaming at, at people. people within no time at all it's it's it is chaotic this <laughs> it's, movie. it's all over the place like it though yeah it's all right <laughs> <laughs> go on no you can do this one uh we rewatched house of the devil yes we did to prepare for, for, for going to see x yes we did um it's it's a really good Really good slow burner. Yeah. Um, it's a homage that's done well. Um, that doesn't feel like it's kind of just pandering to anything. No, no. I love the way it's shot. Yeah, it, it's a really... It, it's not in a rush to do its thing. Um, and it doesn't It doesn't bask in the goriness. It's quite sharp violence. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's there it's not flashy and it's not showing off it's, it's a really assured film oh god though that bit where Greta Gerwig gets shot in the face is is, is a scene yeah it is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's there later <laughs> she's, she's just like on the kitchen floor because they've clearly brought her in from the car yeah and it's like oh my god I don't know let's call him Mitzi Megan. Megan. Not that far off. Oh my god, Megan. And you're like, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? Check out face. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. That made me laugh. Um, I like the ending as well, where, where she's in the hospital and goes, don't worry, you're going to be okay. Both of you. Both of you. And the pats her on the tummy yeah. and it's like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, yeah, I, I really like House of Devil. I really liked it when we first watched it and I really liked it on rewatch. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it held up. I was a little bit worried yeah. that it might have been one of those where it was the right film at the right time but then when you go back and rewatch it you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the, the, the Thai West films that we've watched and, and including the one that we're going to speak about in a minute, they are very stylized and they are very kind of homage So I think they hold up because they are doing a thing that's being done. So if you like those films, you will like this film, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, 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 that's fair, that's fair. Um, so we went to watch The Innkeepers next, didn't we? I really like The Innkeepers. I didn't like it on first watch. No, you didn't really. I didn't get on with it. I, yeah. I thought it was too... 
I thought it was too slow and then never really built to anything, really. Yeah. There was no crescendo. Sorry, what you say? No, I mean... It... Oh, Go on, sorry. Ian, no, no, go on. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't know, The Innkeepers was interesting, so, like, I watched it at Fright Fest, and, like, I was disappointed, and I think it was because I was expecting the follow-up from The House of the Devil, and you've got this film which, like, has scare sequences in it, but is also just as much about this kind of, like, relationship between the two people like at the uh, like running the running the inn mm. um and I, I yeah i don't know it kind of like it, it knocked me a bit sideways that yeah um, i think that's where i was with that I, I went expecting one thing and was a little bit like oh are, are you gonna get to the the, the, the good bits but then mm. on rewatch I, I really quite enjoyed it to be honest yeah, I think, I think the development of the story from is essentially he, you know, he's the one that's really into it, and then she's kind of she's into it, but she's not seen anything, and she's really impressed by him because he has, and then she does, and then he admits that it's all fake, what he'd seen previously, and freaks the fuck out and leaves, and I just I just think it's it's I, th- I think you expect it to be more of the horror elements but yeah. then when you rewatch it and you know that it's not that and you can just kind of take in the story yeah I, I think I think it's held together by the fact that that, that the Claire character is really is a really nice character to suspend the majority of the film mm, with yeah uh, you know she's quite engaging within it and she's it, it, it's fun watching her kind of like getting into grips with no, this shit's really happening. And he's like, yeah. no, you, you, you're imagining it. She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then she, but, but she's really bought into it because she thinks he's already yeah. seen it. So when it does happen, she's like, oh, it happened to me too, rather than, oh shit, this happened. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's yeah the the, the slow build of it all and the, the the lack of big moments didn't bother me this time around. It mm. kind of it, it played quite well. Like I actually really quite enjoyed it. it makes me really sad that she's literally scared to death though. She had an asthma attack, didn't she? Yeah, but it's quite... I, I quite enjoyed that. I yeah. thought it was quite a... It, but what else is a ghost going to do to you, really? That's it. It, it kind of brings it into more normality. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it was good. X is written and directed uh, by Ty West. I believe it is six years since his last film. Yeah, yes. 2016. In the, in the Valley of, of Violence. Uh, was, yeah. So yeah, so he's, he's made a return back uh, to to a slasher film. Um, this one he's got uh, Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Martin Henderson, um, so- Scott Muscudi, and Brittany Snow with him. Um, what is the what the story about? In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly host catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. Again, not really what happens. <laughs> um, it's more that they go to make this naughty film and they, they didn't expect there to be a horny old lady there who just wants some fucking D. And when she do. don't get that D... She gets stabby. Yeah, I feel like if if uh, 
Howard, is it? Just given another day, a lot of people could have said, you know, not lost. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then he gives her the D anyway. He gives the D anyway. But then he does die. But it's not so that. No. He dies because of that stabbing. He could have been dicking away for years if he'd just known. Could have been. Yeah. 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 Um, Ian. Yeah. What did you think of X? Um, so, if we went to the church's gig, which unfortunately we didn't, um, this would have been the film that we would have gone to see. And you guys and Noel would have had the opportunity to just watch me watch this film. <laughs> and I think you missed out. Um... I, 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 I appreciate X, and I, I, I think I, I did enjoy it in parts. Um, I don't know, like that's the thing, because that plot description was just like very. They discover there's a porno being shot in the barn, and they're pissed off, and it's like it's not that at all. Nope. Like it's really not that. Like you guys say. You can't market this film based on what it actually is because it is (laughs) horny old woman goes crazy because no one will fuck her. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And it's just like, oh yeah, all right, cool, that's uh, fine. Um, But you've you've also got random killing by crocodile and or gator, sorry, Um, and um. Yeah, it's a film that I think, as you alluded to earlier on, Mark, whereas Fresh, I was alright with its runtime, or at least I could appreciate it was long, but I didn't care. This was long and I cared. Um, there's There's a sequence, kind of before it all starts kicking off, where they just decide to have Britney Snow sing for a couple of minutes. Mm hmm. Just, just to remind you that she was in Pitch Perfect. But, but yeah, yeah, quite. Um, you know, the, the whole thing with General Ortega being like, actually, I'd like to be in one of these. It doesn't actually add anything. No. You know, it's just like it gives a reason for why the guy storms off. But you could have done something a lot quicker that would have resulted in him storming off. Mm. He could have had an argument with her and stormed off. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know. It, it feels it feels like there was fat to it, 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 to be trimmed, but when it gets going, it is pretty full tilt. It's entertaining. It's funny at times. Like Pearl shooting that fucking shotgun and then just blasting herself away was incredible. Uh, I didn't see that coming at all. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. It was wild that that film get is getting a wide release in a time where people are like, all that's coming out these days is comic book movies. And it is just like, well, it's not. Have you seen X? Yeah, that, 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 that's the thing. It, it, there's off, there's off that the got a fucking... Yeah, you know, that film is currently playing in cinemas across the country. That film. 
uh, uh, you know, and uh, which weirdly gave me hope. I, I'll never watch it again. Like, there's just shit in it that I just don't like. I'm, I, I, I you know, I'm not going to derive that much entertainment out of watching it. But I respect it. I'll say that. Bex. Um, yeah, I, with the exception of like wanting to literally peel my skin off when the old lady was oh, closing up to me a goth. Um, yeah, that was rough. That was just grim. Um, oh God, and when they were fucking boning as well and she was under the bed. That was grim. I don't really like yep. to think of old people having sex or being naked. So that that was a real trigger for me in this film, um, but yeah, with the exception of that, I I, I really loved it. I thought the um, recreating the kind of the vibe and the aesthetic of a a certain type of porn movie was 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 good. But it also works for the horror elements because it's it's kind of got that kind of Texas Chainsaw kind of vibe to mm, it and um, so it, it works across both I thought the story was simple but fun enough um, the kills were pretty good um, made me really sad when Britney Snow got killed by that alligator um, mm. she had some magnificent hair in this movie <laughs> like gravity defying hair I loved it um yeah, um I was gonna say something, I can't remember what it was. It was really incisive as well. <laughs> oh the performances, I thought everyone was really good in it. Um even the kind of like Matthew McConaughey but on a budget character. Which is definitely what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was really good because they could have all just been really quite shallow characters, but they they all have a little bit of depth to them, mm. um, which I think you did tend to get a bit more with all the horror movies. Like the the characters were, the main characters were maybe a bit more fleshed out. Yeah, I think that, that's kind of solid by the the the, the early noughties kind of rehashing of these movies. Well, yeah, where they yeah. were just a generalised bunch of skin jobs. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was nice to kind of get that um yeah really 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 enjoyed it yeah go on misery and misery over it in, in the next installment of mark is a grumpy bastard <laughs> um i thought it was boring like really quite boring okay. for a movie with this many tits in it for a movie with this boring. many tits in it it was just boring You're gonna expand on that. Um, <laughs> it's it. It's too long. Like Ian says, you don't need you don't need to remind us that Britney Snow was in Pitch Perfect by having a sing. You know that that didn't need to be in there. Um, I, I didn't even think a lot of the kills were that great. Um, yeah, once Britney Snow left the movie, I was I was not interested in anything else that happened in it because she was about the only sort of fun character within it. Oh no, the other dude, the main dude in the porn movie, was good. 
I liked him. I thought he was boring. Oh, no, once Marine, always Marine. He was great. But he was boring. Yeah. Um, it was boring. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, it, it, it felt a little bit, I don't know, just, it didn't, it didn't sit, it didn't, it didn't, I, I never at any point connected with it, to be honest. Um, it just felt, there's, there's an icky sense to it, but it lingered too much on the ickiness for me. So the gore, I was kind of going right. You, we, you, you, you got the, the gore in there, which was there, but the ickiness kind of overtook from it. Mm. And so I was just a little bit like, I, I, it's not like, oh, I don't want to see something like that. I was like, I just, I get what you're doing, but I'm, I'm, I just, I don't. I'm not here for it. I, I, I Schneider Twain would say that just doesn't impress me much. Yeah. I didn't, didn't. I was quite disappointed. I didn't, it didn't click with me because I was hoping it was going to, and it just, it just kind of didn't. But then I think all the performances are all perfectly good in it. Um, I, I just, I do think that Ty West has this. I think it's easy to think that he's like this quite dynamic, stylized director. I don't think he is. I think he's quite this quite. Um, Quite like slow build, and but th- there's not an awful lot of there's moments of like small punch. There's not big boom moments, which I think works in something like House of the Devil, um, and the the patter works in Innkeepers. With this, it just didn't. I just it didn't click with me. I'll never watch it again because I will watch more interesting films. Yeah, I mean, I I, I will say the fact that it he'd also. Written and shot a prequel. Pearl, yeah, about Pearl, which the, which I was I've... so pissed off we did not get that post credit. Yeah, I was a little bit annoyed about that. I just, I, 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 I that film I don't care about. Yeah, it, like, it's... I, I don't know why you watch X and it's like, right, I want to see more of what was up with her. Well, the thing is, when I was watching it, I was thinking, I, I, I was thinking, right. Why? Why is Mia Goth playing Pearl? Is it? it are we going to get some kind of supernatural thing where she is Pearl? Mm. Um, and then when we didn't, and I found out afterwards that oh, it's because she plays the original Pearl in the prequel that they've done. Uh, that yeah, that was a post credit trailer for in the US. I didn't even realise that was Mia Goth. Um, then yeah, at that point I was like, ah, oh, right, that makes that that makes sense. Um, and I admire the hubris of making a prequel to a movie that you're actually making at the time. I kind of admire that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm less interested in watching Pearl, but I will inevitably still watch it. Apparently, there's an X trilogy. Cool. I'm assuming the third Great. part will be something to do with the fact that she's that televangelist's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, that'll have to have something to do with it, but it? which it, it, about it, why she became a pawn. Star. But even that, it, it seemed like like that TV clip was playing at the start of the thing, mm. and he was going about you know like, my daughter, and then it cuts. What is it's like? It's like well, yeah, all right, cool. So it's clearly there. That's going to swing back around, but it doesn't swing back around, really. No, because it'll be the third part. 
But it doesn't. It, that doesn't affect the film. It's not like a lot of time is spent on that. No, but it's just a little bit like it feels like another loose thread that's going to be tied up by me having to watch another fucking hundred and six minutes of, of something else. It should have been shorter. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Genuinely, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it should have been it should have been shorter. I didn't enjoy it, and it should have been a hundred and six minutes short. It's weirding me out. It's weirding me out that I wasn't the one who least liked it. (laughs) I will give it... There was one moment of genuine tension when Mia Goth was swimming back to the um, pontoon and um, what's it? The alligator was behind her. Mm. But then I was thinking, but it's not going to get her because she's in the rest of the movie. I'm not a misery, I just didn't think it was very good. (laughs) Um, Our audience poll, yes, I'm shit. Definitely not shit. Fair enough. Ian? Yeah, definitely not shit. Fair enough. uh, Our audience poll, 67% say definitely not shit, 11% say touching cloth, and 22% say shit. Hmm. So, yeah. So that's the, that's there's that. So yeah, so we have questions. Um, do uh, I ask people? We ask people. I ask people. We ask people. Um, question for you guys was: What are your top five Nicolas Cage movies? Um, so Rick Kidd, Rick Jacob says um, Con Air, Raising Arizona, Wild at Heart, Face Off. And The Rock were his top five. Um, two seconds. Uh, sorry, my phone. It's like getting a mess on my phone, so it came off Twitter. Um, Linton John AFC. Um, again, I'm going to use him descending on. It says Drive Angry, Face Off, Lord of War, strong shouts, The Rock and Conair. Uh, Dylan Black Lanterns in no order so I'll do them in no order Adaptation, Snake Eyes 8mm, Bringing Out the Dead Rumblefish Uh, what's this guys what is is your username Will Tweet maybe (laughs) that's a great username Uh, next Gone in 60 Seconds Con Air the second kick-ass movie, and I'm going to say National Treasure, although I consider leaving the space for blank for laughs out of embarrassment. It's a good movie. Don't be embarrassed, bro. <laughs> National Treasure movies are good movies. Um, Sean Farrell. Oh, I think you're, yeah, you're cheating a little bit here in one of these. <laughs> Fast times at Ridgemont High. I mean, he's in it. <laughs> well played. Uh, Peggy Sue got married, Moonstruck, The Rock, and National Treasure. Go on then, guys. What are yours? I couldn't get mine down to five favourites. So I think I've got seven. <laughs> is that okay? That is okay, yeah. Okay, so seven with an honourable mention. Go on. Okay, so Wild at Heart. Yep. Uh, Conair. Fucking love Conair. Uh, oh, hang on. Yeah, Wild at Heart, Conair. Um, eight Millimeter. Bringing Out the Dead. Gone in 60 Seconds. National Treasure, 
and Willy's Wonderland with an honourable mention for leaving Las Vegas because it's a fucking great film but I don't like it it's a thanks I hate it that's fair Willy's Wonderland was always going to be in there for me I fucking adore that movie I would watch it on like a weekly basis if it wouldn't be weird fair enough Ian what's yours so I have um thinking of an order for this oh, mine were in order. number five would be ah cool um, my five would be his vocal performance in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. uh, wonderful um, my four would be Kick-Ass um, his kind of like Adam West Batman is fucking awesome um, three uh, would be Adaptation um, just you know I mean like he was nominated for a fucking reason with that my number two is Pig just for that one scene with that other chef where he fucking stares into his soul and destroys him uh, and uh, number one Face Off just everything about Face Off nice nice uh, my uh, my top five are going to be Honeymoon in Vegas, just because I, I really like Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a great, like, PG-13 indecent proposal. Um, that there. My number four is Red Rock West. Uh, my number three is Gone in 60 Seconds. My number two is Bringing Out the Dead. And my number one is uh, Wild at Heart. Jesus, there's just so much great. Paid me to leave Conair out of that. Yeah, yeah, it should. The Rock would be high up in that, but I really don't like Sean Connery. Fair enough. There's there's so many good ones to choose from. Like there's there's very few Nick Cage movies that I can say I've, I've actively not liked, and it would be like the weird gaudy ones that he just did for money. Mm. I mean, I can, you know, you, you could throw things like Bad Lieutenant in there, Kickass. Um, the great thing is there is I think we 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 did. Like, between there's like 17, 18 movies there. Yeah, yeah. And there was only, like, I think a couple of crossovers. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I, you know, I don't think there's many actors you can say that about. Um, so, uh, questions uh, that we received. Uh, at Rick J. Kidd, saw an article where Tarantino named Sean Penn, Tim Roth, and Nicolas Cage are the best actors of his generation. As you are all a bit younger than Tarantino, which actors slash actresses would be your picks for your generation? Anyone want to go first? Oscar Isaac, Christian Bale. Sorry, I can't do something weird. What is the cat doing? He just, he, he just, he, he was stuck in the doorway rather than wanting to come in or out. And then every time I went to open the door, close the door, he'd try and run in, run into the door. And every time I tried to open the door, he'd run away from the door. <laughs> so I said she got a little bit scared of the door. Nice. Bex, you got any? Oh, I don't know. I read this one and I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a 
question that I've given my time. Uh, I think you can throw people like... Um, I think Ryan Gosling actually is a very good actor. I think it gets kind of forgotten about in the, 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 the him being Ryan Goslingness of it all. Mm. But, you know, even from like starting with like things like The Believer and Half Nelson and running through those. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Drive. Jake Gyllenhaal has to definitely be up there um, as one of like just one of the most interesting mm. actors of his generation. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see Joseph Gordon Levitt have done more. Yeah, with the you know when he, he he seemed to have a real big run at it, and then just decided to stop. Yeah, a little bit. Um, ben Foster is always fucking great and stuff. I'm surprised he's mm. never won an Academy Award yeah. or never even got like seriously nominated. Uh, I think he, he he kind of seemed to fall into a thing of just. Like there's roles where you see him and you go, yes, that's a very Ben Foster role. Hmm. Actresses, you've got to throw out people like Scarlett Johansson into things like that. She's not one of the greatest of her generation. No, she? but I think that she's managed to. She's done lo fi indie stuff well and has been one of the central cogs in the biggest movie franchise of all time. Granted, it didn't end well because they made Black Widow. I don't think she's a Good actress, though. I don't know. I disagree on that one. I think actresses is a harder one. I think actress could be a harder one. I think, um, but I throw out people like I mean, Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think you could throw into that. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal's good. It's hmm. a good shout, that. You know, there's, I, but yeah, I, I do think weirdly, I think it, it's easy to pick out the male ones, but it's harder to pick out the, the female ones, and it's not because they're, they aren't there. Um, it's because I think they are as um, I don't know they are as celebrated I suppose um, so I'm just checking some I mean you, you said uh, in, in yours Christian Bale didn't you Ian which I absolutely thoroughly agree with by the way um, mm. Olivia Coleman's born in the same year as Christian Bale really? yeah wow. fucking hell wow okay well yeah so you know I, I think you can throw you know, certainly, maybe Coleman into that that bracket. Absolutely. Um, I think Emma Stone's a great actress. I think Emma Stone's a really good actress, actually. Yeah, she's she's a good shout. Amy yeah. Adams would probably be classed as one as well, wouldn't she? Yeah, I wouldn't. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Yeah. Would Rachel Vice be yeah. in our generation? No, she's over fifty. Yeah. She's looking good on it. She's looking good She's on good it. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, right, other questions. Other questions. Mark Azizu, uh my what is it question from last week was a friendly dig at Mark. Sometimes it's very difficult to under. <laughs> uh, this week's question I sense Avatar 2 getting a little bit of momentum. Will it be A, massive hit, B, hit, C, break even, D, money loss, E, epic fail? Uh, a, massive hit. Yeah. Massive hit. Massive hit. It will be perceived as it made a load of money, but in reality, it will actually have lost money because of all the dicking about that James Cameron has done for the past decade and a bit. Yeah. It, w- it will be, unfortunately, a massive hit. Just as long as people like it, I'm alright with that. As long as people have fun, I'm all about people having fun. What? It says Misery Mark. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was no, I'm, I'm was grumpy this week. Okay. Grumpy. Grumpy. Yeah. Um, Dylan Black Lanterns. Oh, so yeah. I got to go back to the face of never bet against Cameron. Mm. Um, Dylan Black Lanterns. After rewatching Triple uh, X and thinking about Vin Diesel's big furry coat, what item of movie clothing would you most want for yourself, Ian? Correct answer. Yes. That was the correct answer. The, the, the thing is, as soon as I read that question, I thought, Ian's going to say that coat. I will say anything. The dress from Pretty in Pink? Oh, God, no, burn it with fire. Um, any coat from the Blade Runner universe except Sora's. The C3 one? Yeah. Except that one. It's a pretty good shout, too, mind. Yeah, it's a good shout, that, because the couple of them that I did think of were, were that. Yeah. Like Baby Goose's coat in 2049 is fucking great. Deckard's coat's great. Rachel wears a tight coat. Rachel wears a tight coat. Um, Not tight as in like figure hugging. Uh, I, I. The thing is, um, my 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 styling is quite. <laughs> you will also often mock me about my styling, will you? What are you wearing right now, Matt? What colour is your t-shirt? It's white t-shirt. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, and I'm wearing just a pair of chinos turned up and a pair of Nikes. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't change that up too much, do lo-fi, I? Lo-fi. I am very lo-fi. Yeah. So there are not usually the, the, the people I've got, I like that. I like the scuzzy people in things. So it would be anything that fucking Tyler Durden wears in Fight Club. Or anything like that. Tyler has got a pretty good wardrobe, actually. But it, I think it looks better because it's on a Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Um, but the thing is, I'd love to be able to like, like basically anything that uh, any any time that um, Daniel Craig as James Bond isn't wearing a suit, I'd love to be able to pull off that that line of of of, of kind of you know that would be my look. Even but, the tiny shorts. That you're even the fucking why not? But <laughs> it, like that, I, I I look at it and go. That, that that looks fucking good. He looks good like that. But then I, I'd look at it and if I put that, I'd be like, oh, fuck it, I look like I'm borrowing my older brother's clothes. <laughs> I look like Josh Baskins from Big. <laughs> it would just oh, it would just not fucking suit me at all, would it? I'd look a twat. Yeah, I think it depends. You'd, you'd think you look a twat. Yeah. Yeah. I would feel so self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it for questions? I think that is it. I thought there was one more, but I don't think there is. Actually, I think I'm just imagining it. Let me just double check. Oh, I have another one for the Nick Cage thing. Uh, Daffy uh, 0221. National Treasure, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, Ghost Rider. Hey, I liked it. Wiley's Wonderland and Face Off. It's Willy's. Willy's Wonderland. Stop calling it Him as well. Uh, oh, more, there's more actually for this. Um, Jammy Jim Jams, National Treasure, National Treasure 2, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Rumble Fish, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. You missed one. No, I didn't. Missed that one. I said that one. Mm. Uh, Hoot and Holler, um, Faith Cage movies, Mandy, Port of Call, uh, New Orleans, Wild at Heart, Pig, Face Off, Fidge, Favourite Cage Performances, Face Off, Deadfall, Zanderley, Wild at Heart, and Bad Lieutenant. Uh, we actually got loads more of these that I didn't read. I'm a bad person. You're shit, aren't you? Yeah. Jazine, uh, uh, in no order, kick ass snake eyes, hoodie in Vegas. There are a lot, Mark. Are there right? are a lot. There are a lot, yeah. 
Hit up our Twitter to read everyone's answers. Yes, right? hit up our Twitter there. Yeah, thank you very much for everyone who, who answered that because that's, that's awesome. Do you know what? I love how passionate everyone is about Nick Cage. They're like, you put a question yeah, on, you yes. get fucking tons of answers. Yeah. They really, people really came out of the woodwork. It was something. Yes. Um, what could be next week, Ian? Ambulanus. Yes! I am fucking so excited about this. What's this on? What? What's this on? IMAX. Only phone. Oh, is it a cinema? Yeah. Ugh, so we have to mix with other people. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited. Um, so, Ambu is the only film I think we'll probably all get to by Sunday. I would suggest. Yes. Like quite limited on the Sunday one then. <laughs> Good God, that's like four days away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, right. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Thanks for hosting, man. You're very much welcome. Thank you very much, Ian. Well, uh, well, I mean, thanks to yourself. Damn right. Um, <laughs> uh, Ian's glitched. And thank you very much for listening, guys. We shall speak to you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Ah, I enjoyed that. This podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com.